What's up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Even More About Nothing. How you guys feeling? See, whenever you say that indirectly, I'm not sure if you're talking to us or like to the audience or. Yeah, well, I'm sitting at a table with three other guys. Just you, you're, the way you talk is just strange sometimes. Fix the way you talk. Yeah. Fix your life. Oh <laughs> Give me three weeks and I will. <laughs> if you make it that far. You right? <laughs> uh, just so many Arthur memes in my head right now. Just oh, like, the, the Cavs memes. all posting <laughs> Arthur memes? My life. Yo, J.R. Smith created an entire clothing line called Team Switch. They are selling a line of Arthur meme hats. Hats with just Arthur memes. How much? How much? $35. It might be worth the investment. I thought about buying three different colors today. Mm. He's got. Catch me off the pocket. Listen, <laughs> he's got a pair of overalls with a bunch of Arthur memes on them too. I might spend my whole paycheck. Man, what's with these people? And I'm pretty sure Chance has a new hat that's gonna drop soon. I don't know if you saw him for yeah. SNL. He has the black hat with instead of the white, it's red. Ooh, fire! So, Red's my favorite color too. Yeah. I don't know. Oh man. Anyway. Yeah, but before we continue with the show. Uh, it's a bit of a sad day. We just wanted to take a moment of silence and um, remember uh, the voice, act- the Japanese voice actor for Boma, Hiromi Suru. That's it. I get that right. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just give a moment of silence for her. I never know how to like come back, you know, from a moment of silence. It's always very awkward. Just like that. So yeah. <laughs> I so thought about doing allowed me to reintroduce myself. My name was Ho, and just rapping that entire first verse. <laughs> just because. It's... No, we already sang last week, and I'm not sure that was well received. How, well, how many listens we get? We don't know. <laughs> but the thing is, is, like, even though they don't say it, that doesn't necessarily mean they like it. That's true. Here's the thing: they didn't say it, so that means they don't necessarily don't. It's not mean that the absence of evidence isn't the evidence of evidence of absence. Huh? Don't <laughs> <laughs> you remember Blue Knox? The absence No, the way you said it, it didn't make sense. The absence of evidence isn't the evidence of absence. Well, I'm just saying, there's also a certain degree that just because they don't always mention whenever they don't like something, it's only when it's repeatedly broken that they actually mention something. Sure. They should be more like us. They should just say what's on their head, like in the comment section. Yeah, like we asked you guys several times to post up in the comment section. What do y'all do? Leave us hanging. <laughs> <laughs> Shade. It's All like, right, anyway. It's like trying to follow a Twitter conversation, but the other person's on private. Oh, that's the worst. That's the worst. It sounds like one person's having a conversation with themselves, but they forgot what they were tweeting, and they just started replying. <laughs> Oh man, Twitter's great. Speaking of Twitter, I'm not a fan of this 280 word character limit. I mean, we talked about it last I'm week. Not a fan. Not a fan. Were you here last week? Was I? Yeah, I was. Oh, that's right. The intern returned. <laughs> and speaking of which, go ahead and introduce yourself, intern. I'm gonna assault you in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Help! Help! One one. Life alert! Help! Help! <laughs> Life alert. Saying help. Life alert. <laughs> What's going on, good people? My name is Mookie. I sometimes am on the show. Actually, I'm on the show a lot, but you know, I got demoted to intern. You know, I'm on here more than some other people. At least you're not on private. That's true. <laughs> Nothing is without cause. So you did this to yourself. 
That is very true. Uh, I want to say it was with good reason, but you know, excuses, excuses. Everybody's got them. Good answer, their cat. Long story short, I'm living my life. I'm out here wilding. I'm just ready to graduate. Word. That's all I want in my life is just to graduate. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just give me like three weeks. Three weeks and I am finished. I am done with this learning academia stuff. I say that, but watch. My my dumb self is probably going to be like, you know what? Grad school sounds kind of weird. <laughs> I'm like going on vacation for eight weeks just to reconsider if I want to go to grad school. I am leaving the country to spend time away from the entire country to reconsider if I want to go to grad school or not. That's how bad I don't want to continue educating. But then I have a psych degree, so, you know, I might need it. <laughs> Unless you guys decide to actually, you know, take this podcast somewhere and then we can just sell it to Disney, you know, start a basketball league and I can just, you know. That's what I'm saying. Buy this new Tesla Roadster. Oh, my goodness. This Hold on. Can we just talk about the greatest... Oh, wait, one more thing to ever happen. Because My guy. My guy comes through with, like, I, what is it? I'm, the current fa- fastest electric car on the planet, point blank, might be the fastest street legal car, period. Zero to 60 in 1.9 seconds with street legal tires. I'm talking Firestone, Goodyear, Michelin. I don't know what other kind of tires exist, but you can do zero to 60 in 1.9 in a fully electric car. Welcome to 2017, ladies and gentlemen. We finalized in the future, but I'm going to stop right there. If you're right just now joining 2017, I don't know where you've been. Because we're, we're literally like a month. A month away from 2017. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's about time. Yeah, anyway, so we'll keep it moving. Uh, what's up, guys? It's Matt. Uh, once again, one of the co-hosts. <laughs> you sound like you're not sure what you're <laughs> You're like, yeah, um, I, th- I think I'm introducing uh, they, myself. They, I think my name is like, Matt. They, they just I think told I'm me to show it. up, yeah. and I just... Didn't. Not quite sure what we're doing, but... <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing it, but I'm doing it well. <laughs> Thank you for that. Anyways. Um, so yeah, welcome back. To another... I thought you were just welcoming yourself back. I, like, oh. <laughs> I might be crazy, but I haven't lost my mind. Um, yeah, to my right. Are you sure you haven't lost your mind? I mean, the schoolwork has been getting you. private? You yeah, I'm sure I got my mind. Yeah, I'm sure. That is up for debate whether I've lost my mind or not. So, for now, we'll just say no. We'll find out otherwise. All right, well, it's your boy Rafiki. Follow me at Black Rafiki Thirty. All social media links. Let's get moving. Let's let's get the show going. All right. Week here in view. What's going on, guys? How's your week been? Hasn't been too bad. Chilling. Getting ready for Thanksgiving to roll around. Get some food. Get some food. Some good food in the system. And that's about it. So. That's all I've been waiting for. Never mind. I was going to make a joke, but I was like, you know what? I'm already like, there's too much going on today for me to be doing it. Anyway, so hey, I'm just... It's clapback season. It is clapback season. It is officially clapback season. Um, this week, I'm just excited that it's Thanksgiving break. Um, but still, professors have me slaving out here. Like... Oh. <laughs> Father in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even talk about. I'm just like, I was like, it's like I'm trying to enjoy Thanksgiving, but nope. I still have like a 
3,000 things due by the time I get back Monday. I don't understand how, like, they could be like, you know what? We're just going to give you everything due right before Thanksgiving, and then everything is somehow still due right after Thanksgiving. I'm like, where do y'all just come up with this work? Y'all just be out. Is there a, a homework genie y'all be summoning? Right. Like, you have to be this creative to create syllabuses this diverse, yet they all converge somehow, and all the work minus like, the line like, right before and right after Thanksgiving. And the thing that, like, blows my mind... There's 16 weeks in the semester. How do you concentrate all that work into the last four? I don't get it. I don't get it. Someone needs to, like, really have a conversation with the syllabus genie. We, we need help. <sighs> yep, that's my week. Three more weeks until graduation. I'm just, uh... Oh, yeah, by the way, you're probably going to listen to this on Monday. You will be listening to this on Monday. Why would we release it any other day? Um, I, we just decided within the last week we're holding a smash tourney. Heck, yeah. Hit it's the DMs been, if you want to roll through. And it's been quite the quest trying to, uh... <laughs> it really has been. Get, uh, yeah. But we're not even done with the quest. By the time it's out, hopefully, like, everything will be done. Yeah. We're setting <laughs> up. If you want to know more details, we'll, we'll, you'll know by the time this episode's out. Um, but if you are marginally interested, or if you're curious as to what we look like because you don't know who we are... Follow us on social media. Yeah, follow us on social media, and then message us for the Smash Tourney. At White Noise LLC. Caleb, how's your week? I already said what my week was like. Well, okay. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't it. know. Like you, like. Well, I, I thought it was still my part, but you just kind of like struggle. Guys, it's just that time of year for me, like where. I just don't know what's going on. Like all my days, like just kind of roll together because it's holiday season, and everybody's evil. In the retail world. But it's been a long week, but it's been good. Still working on some projects. Still got some things I'm working on, but nothing really new or crazy is happening. All right. Let's dive right in. What's going on, Mookie? You got some stuff you want to talk about? <sighs> the great microtransaction apocalypse is upon us. Things <laughs> are officially flying into the unknown dead zone. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't know us for following, because you live under a rock, uh, EA has been getting slammed once again for just a bunch of unscrupulous behavior. A bunch of just <laughs> Hold on, I'm monotonous nonsense. <laughs> just chicanery, deplorability, and trash. All <laughs> right, trash. They're out here selling trash bags. EA's literally just selling you trash bags, but you also have to buy your own, own trash, trash bag for yeah. that trash bag. Yeah, they're selling you trash bags that aren't with like one whole trash, so you gotta buy a trash bag for the trash bag. Long story short, EA, um, a bunch of Redditors, I think we talked about this a little already, a bunch of Redditors went, um, were playing early access, found out it would take 40 hours to unlock some of the most valuable characters in Star Wars Battlefront 2, Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, um, and it was just like, this is not acceptable, if you spend a, like, a certain amount of money, you can get them immediately, but then to play, if you, people don't want to spend money, that's play the equivalent of 40 hours. That is literally a full week of work, eight hours a day. Long story short, people were mad. So mad, it was the most downvoted Reddit thread of all time. I need you to understand the dark void of hatred that the internet is. And I need you to quantify that into, like, a numerical value. And then, like, what's ex exponent? Exponentially? Yeah. Multiply it by the exponential value of 12,000. That's how bad it was. EA now has been voted 
the worst company in the world. And it's three years in a row. Isn't and they now hold the title of the most. I thought it was twice. I thought it was three. Anyway, I think it, two or three times in a row. So our, well, either way, it's more than once. Yeah. This I remember one. hearing about that, and I, it was crazy. There are companies who literally kill no. people. <laughs> the EA still beat them up. <laughs> For worst companies. Do you know? Do you know like how much? How many downvotes? The second most downvoted. Reddit post got no twenty three thousand. Oh, wait, how much was this one? Four hundred eighty thousand. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> at least, at least, at least. And that was that, that, like, the funny thing is that was as of the day before the game released. Yep. The so, game released on the seventeenth. It's sun. It's uh, it's the eighteenth. You know, here's all. Long story short, they were like, "Okay, we hear you loud and clear. We want to take your feedback into account. We don't. We like." We, we made a misstep. They had a bunch of public. We made a misstep. We don't want to do this. We want to honor our players and our community. So we're adjusting our price points. So they edited everything by 75%. And they got slapped by the right-hand clapbacks. Bunch of memes got sent their way. <laughs> Somebody's inbox was full of nothing but hate mail. And they have decided to discontinue. I think right when the game launched, or it was a few hours after the game launched, there was a public post that went public immediately saying, we're discontinuing all microtransactions until they can figure out how to re-implement them in a way that's unintrusive to players. The only way for them to do that, in my opinion, is to take all the microtransactions away and make it simply customizable. Point blank, period. Blizzard makes a bajillion dollars a year off costumes for Overwatch. Literally, they, they, they have quintupled the amount of games they've sold for loot boxes, and all they are are colors and clothes and voices. <laughs> I kid you not, that is the only thing you can buy in Overwatch. Colors for your clothes. Outfits. Dog, super Voices. crappy if you have to buy colors. <laughs> so, like, you have got this hoodie. Like, it's it not even a color. It's like... Don't give, don't give 2K <laughs> ideas. Don't give 2K any ideas. Because 2K, the kind of company, go do got stuff like that. I'm not trying to go on a 2K rant right now. But, anyway. Yeah. 2K, the company... I'm going to pause for a moment. I was... Uh, we'll, we'll talk about this later. We're not gonna talk about it right now. But we went to the uh, we went to Justice League, and I'm sitting there, and it's the trailers, oh and all of a sudden, I see uh, Winston come on. I'm like, huh? Like you know, it's him as as a as a baby ape, and then he grows up, and it's him and his message to Overwatch. And the way they did that trailer, I was like, are we getting an Overwatch movie? Please tell me we're getting an Overwatch nope. movie, just to find out. No, we're just advertising the game. Oh well. And they did preview some different skins. Yeah, that's all, that's all you'll ever get in Overwatch is skins. But you know what? They still make a bajillion dollars a year. Why? Because the game's good. As we said on our White Noise Wednesday video, gameplay is king. Star Wars, that's the funny part. Like, a bunch of people were like, this game is really good, but the microtransactions ruined it. So, like, a bunch of reviews were like, this game would have got a 9 or a 10, but microtransactions, 7. IG and 797, too much water. Get out of here. Don't understand. Seven out of ten for too much water for a game that has a water Pokemon on the cover. I just don't understand <laughs> how the world. What are y'all thinking, bro? I really just don't understand how people think. Anyway, long story short, moving on. Um, that's been discontinued, and they're trying to figure out a way to re-implement microtransactions in a way that's not intrusive. Hopefully, they learn their lesson. Hopefully, they don't do this in the rest of their games. Like so far, they've been doing really good stuff with like. NBA Live, like they've been, they partnered with Undefeated and it's like a new pack and you can get new outfits for winning online games. Um, 
but you don't have to pay for them. You get them in-game, and once you have them, you have them forever. 2K. Um, but then NBA Live is also doing stuff like they're about to implement three-on-three. It's not been confirmed, but it's basically been confirmed. It's like, there's not an official word, but people will scan through the files, images. Basically, three-on-three is coming to... Three-on-three blacktop, and three-on-three encore is coming to NBA Live. Um, NBA 2K put out a pack with all the Kareem cards. But the chances of getting a Kareem 91, which is honestly would be the best card in the game, is like winning the lottery twice in a week. Impossible. So good luck getting, good luck spending all your money on the giant black hole that is known as microtransactions. Um, hopefully games get away from that. Speaking of games that have zero microtransactions yet are selling very well, Mario. Mario Odyssey is outselling the Nintendo Switch. I don't understand that. A game on Nintendo Switch <laughs> is currently outselling the Nintendo Switch upon which it is on. I mean, I, again, as we said, that's just an ode to amazing gameplay. Super Mario is really great. I'm really happy for the Switch, and they also got Skyrim on Switch this week. This will be the seventh time I've bought Skyrim. Yo, so when you go out of the country on vacation... I'm taking it with me. <laughs> this has already been discussed. I'm getting three different chargers and a backup battery for my Switch because I'm taking it with me just to play Skyrim. Fair. Yeah. So, yeah, this will be the seventh time I've purchased Skyrim. If you haven't noticed, you love Skyrim. Yes. I might, and I'm stuck. For, for, for your viewers, roughly how many hours have you put into Skyrim? Approaching 6,000 hours. Remember, half of it was because of sickle cell that he was stuck in bed and couldn't move. So no, that was Oblivion. Oh, that was Oblivion. Yeah. So still part of the Elder Scrolls It came cycle. out. It came out November 11th, 2011. I'll never forget that day. Shout out to the homie Patrick. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the homie Patrick because his fraternity was having a birthday that year because their address is a birthday slash party because their address for the fraternity is 11-11-11, whatever, whatever, what street. Um, and I was like, I can't go. I got to play Skyrim. I... Did not go to a fraternity party because I wanted to play Skyrim. And I played Skyrim for 10 consecutive hours that night. Got it? I was supposed to go to class. I don't know. I went to Lawrence, Kansas. And I didn't really go to class. I kind of majored in Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, <laughs> I went to KU, but I majored in Lawrence, Kansas. So, as, as most students As do. most students do freshman year. Uh, so, yeah, I just played Skyrim. Um, a lot. And that was on 360. Then I bought it on PS3 because I was over here for a while. And then I got it on Xbox One. And then I got it on PS4. And then the special edition came out on Xbox One. I bought that digitally. And then bought the special edition physically on PS4, traded that in. And then I bought the special edition on PC. So this makes it eight. Eight times I've purchased Skyrim. I'm still not tired of that game. That is dedication at its finest. It's one of those things, like, it's a game you can play hours and hours and never truly beat it. And it's, you can never really truly beat it. You can beat it. There's a definite end and there's a definite beginning. Uh, but then there's also things like I will. I created a character and maxed it out on stealth just so I can do ridiculous things. There was a point where I was a Khajiit that had ninety like a hundred stealth, um, and I was literally like crouching in front of a dude. Dude, I shot him in that point blank in the head. He turned around, looked at me, walked up. I, to me. I, I, I no, no, you were in that cave, bro. Yeah. He was in that cave. I kid you not. He was by the wall, just. All of a sudden, hey, who did that? I guess I just heard right up to me with a torch. Looked at me, 
Must have been my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he turned around, stabbed him in the neck. So good. Such a good. <laughs> it just feels good. Um, like Skyrim is like someone described it as chicken noodle soup. It's something to do on like a cold day. You don't really feel good. You don't want to do anything. You're something comfortable. I know almost every secret in that game. So like, I'm not really playing it to play it. I'm playing it to have something to do. I could play that game on autopilot. I could turn off all the maps and still know where I'm going. Um, so yeah, I just love that game. Clearly my favorite game of all time. So super excited that it's going on there. Graphics, not amazing, obviously, because it's a Switch, but it runs really, really, really smooth. And I might start- And that's the biggest thing. That's yeah, the biggest thing. It's super smooth. And that's the, that's the thing about Skyrim. On PC, great graphics, and it's super smooth. On the Switch, Super solid. I think it's locked at 30 frames a second, but I'll take locked 30 frames a second and 720p graphics. But um, I might start buying Zelda Amiibos because you get a bunch of Zelda quality. Like You get Zelda items, the Master Sword and Master Shield, Zelda's tunic from Brave and the... Not Brave and the Bold. Uh, Breath of the Wild. You get that tunic. But then if you get um, some other Amiibos, you get like a bunch of different items. I saw something on the internet, I cannot confirm, but they're saying if you get the Wolf Link Amiibo, you can actually get a dog that's dressed like Wolf Link in the game as your companion. Cannot confirm nor deny that one, but I'm interested to finding out if that's true. So, my addiction that was once Disney Infinity might switch over to Zelda Amiibos. That was, and that was bad. That was bad. And I'm, I'm limiting myself to just Zelda Amiibos, because if I say I want to collect all the Amiibos, my life is over. My I remember when y'all got Disney Infinity. Yeah, oh we, it started with the Star Wars. And it was... Oh, my God. Took over my life. Bad. Took over my life. The, one time GameStop was having a sale, buy two, get three free. I came home with 50 MU, look, Disney Infinity figures. Only spent $23. That was really dumb. That's why I earned the name of the GameStop Bandit. <laughs> GameStop <laughs> Bandit. That's not an official title. That, that was uh, hand-picked by himself. I, I did not pick it, but I earned it. Definitely earned it. <laughs> um, but in other news, non-video game related, we got a bunch of trailers out this week. Yep. It's been pretty great. Actually, as of recording right now, today, Incredibles 2 dropped their trailer. And, I mean, not so much a trailer, it was like a teaser. It was a teaser. It was definitely a teaser. More like a teaser. You, for those of you that haven't seen it, we share it on our page. Uh, you get Jack-Jack. Because Jack, uh, it's set to take place immediately after one. Yeah. So, like, and I think when they met immediately, I think they're supposed to be fighting the mole guy, right? Like, I think they meant, like, that immediate. That makes sense. Yeah, but... Like, I, I think like, that's what I they, they said. I know they said immediately after, but at the same time, we don't know if that's, like, immediately, immediately, or if it's going to be, like, within, like, the same time frame. Either, regardless, because, and, and this is this is what I am, this is why I'm saying that. Due to the teaser, obviously, Mr. Incredible is shocked that Jack-Jack now has powers. Okay, granted, we did see that at the end of Incredibles mm-hmm. 1. So, it has to be, I mean, if anything, within yeah, that, I mean, less that, than months. That's what I meant. Like, not yeah. immediately, immediately. Like, they would have already probably dealt with the mole people, but it could be someone else. But at the same time, they did do the mole people. Yeah. But. Yeah. But I, I, I had read an article that made it sound like that. Like, that's where they would start it. But, but I, you know, again, it's the internet. And like Caleb said, you can never confirm or deny. 
Well, yeah, we're super interested. 2018, anyone that's under the age of 17, just don't show up for the first five days. We earned this. <laughs> I'm just going to keep quiet. I'm just, just not going to say anything. We, we, we did bide our time. We should be the first ones to see it. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. If I see any child get excited about Incredibles 2, I'm like, what do you know? No. You were merely introduced into the Incredibles. I was born into the Incredibles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we had a discussion yesterday uh, talking about the Dark Knight trilogy and Bane and how that, that was the worst movie of the trilogy. And we also will be talking about Justice League a little bit later because we did watch that. Because what kind of podcast would we be if we didn't watch Justice League? If you're trying to <laughs> don't look at me. I've had life. I've had life happen. Just okay. My job has been a little while. People been acting crazy. I can't really disclose details because HIPAA and a other bunch of medical things have happened. Anyway, I'm not trying to get sleep for twenty five thousand dollars. Long story short, things happen to work. People quit immediately. They're like, nope, I'm out. There's a there's a meme I want to. I can't do it anyway. A bunch of people quit, and now I'm out here working 16 hour days. But hey, this paycheck's gonna be nice though. The reason I could get Skyrim on Switch. <laughs> the underlying. I might buy Skyrim on Switch twice. I don't know. <laughs> if there's a special special edition, I'll get it. I don't know. But anyway, Skyrim on Switch. Yes, it, this all this extra work that I hate, and I'm quitting my job. I'm leaving on the 30th. I should actually just leave yeah. after next week, but like, it's like, oh yeah, you work Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you work Sunday, and then I go back work on Thursday, and now I don't go back. I was like, I should just not go on Thursday. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I'm not coming back. I thought about it, but you know, amiibos. amiibos. I gotta, I gotta get these amiibos, guys. But yeah. Um, anyways, other than that, among the other um, stuff that was introduced this week, Punisher's out now. Yes, it's actually officially out. I've not had a chance to see it yet, but I will be watching it today. How? I work 16-hour days. No, you're right. Most of the 16 hours happen to be at night. Oh, sorry, I just mistook that when some people actually work, they actually work. Oh, (laughs) I actually do things at my job? That's funny. No, after 7 p.m., I I sit in the corner. I just look like, I act up. Do something. You know, you already know what the deal is. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so I haven't really watched any of the the Marvel TV shows, besides from Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I stopped it after season two. Which, I don't know, probably should go back and finish that. But a lot of people have said some pretty good stuff about it. Would you agree, Mookie? Yes. Okay. So I don't know what your expectations are for that. I have learned expectations are not a good thing to have because you just end up disappointed. And, like, it's been such an up and down, I don't want to call it a career or lifespan, but some are good, some are bad. I'm just, like, I just want to experience it on its own. I've seen, like, maybe as my usual one trailer, and I'm like, I really like that trailer, so I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. How do you even know if you like a trailer if you've not seen any other trailer? Listen, I see one trailer, two at the most, I'm done. All right, fair. I mean, it's, been, it's worked out well for me so far. So far. But anyway, uh, among other things, Deadpool 2 
did drop their trailer, which was hilarious, by it the way. It was great. Him impersonating Bob Ross. It was so good. And somehow it was like, I don't I don't know how that man continues to get funnier. <laughs> he just does. He just wasn't made to be Green Lantern. <laughs> Nobody was made to be that Green Lantern. That was trash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, never mind. We're not going to talk about that. But yeah, it was hilarious. Um... Excited for Deadpool 2. Yes. Do you guys have any opinion at all? <laughs> <laughs> Here's my thing. Expectations set you up for failure. So, as I had zero expectations with the Deadpool 1 movie, and it came out great, zero expectations with this movie. I'm just like, the first one was good. You, you thought the sales weren't going to be what they were, then? I thought the sales were going to be mediocre at best. That thing did very well. You know why? No one had any expectations for it. Here's my thing. Think about it. No one had any expectations for Guardians of the Galaxy. And it dropped and was like hailed as one of the greatest Marvel movies of all time. What happened when people had expectations for the second one? No, it was good. Granted, point blank period, the movie's just not as good as the first one. But I thought it was pretty good. But a lot of people like, it wasn't as funny and it took itself too seriously. I'm like, what the? This movie is not a cartoon. It's ain't Tom and Jerry. Shut out! And the storyline line of the second I, one, it's a lot more personal. So it's, 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 there's an actual storyline in the second one. Yeah. The first one is a amalgamation of moments. It doesn't really work, but it's funny, so people just like it. Yeah, that's true. There's a from from a yet. movie from a movie standpoint. Yeah, like uh, I mean, they they cook in something. They tried to cook something, but the oh. great James Harden meme. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think Deadpool 2, I mean, I don't want to say I think it's going to be great, because Caleb just get that whole spiel about having no expectations, so. Well, but it, Ryan Reynolds has proved to be, obviously, to take on the role well, and you can tell, actually, by his on-screen performances and how that script was written, you can tell he loves the character. You can tell he wants to do the character justice. So regardless how the storyline might end up, you're still going to get a really solid Deadpool. I, I think that's the bottom line. Bottom line is you know what you're going to get for Deadpool, and that could be enough to potentially just carry that movie. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, so far so good. Um, and then... This actually just came out today. There's been a new development in the whole Disney fiasco. So Disney is starting its own streaming services. They did say, oh, well, we're going to remove all the, the Marvel Netflix things, and they're going to be strictly on the Disney streaming service. That is no longer the case. All the Marvel Netflix series are going to remain Marvel Netflix series. I don't know if they realize that, okay, we're just going to make more money because Netflix is just bigger than we're going to be and we are at the moment because there's no way Disney's going to start off and day one be as big as Netflix. No, sorry, I said, Did I say that right? Disney, Netflix? I don't know if I said it right. I'm going to say it again. There's no way Disney's going to start off day one and have as many people as big as Netflix. Point back, period. So, I think it's a smart deal. I think it's the better way to do it. So now I'm actually going to sign up just so I can watch Unlimited Lion King. If that happens, Lion King will never, ever stop playing at my house. This is true. It will never stop playing, especially if it's the Diamond Edition. I will just have it on replay forever. 
But then I also have Netflix and I can watch other things. Um, but I'm really excited that um, we actually get a chance to continue Luke Cage because I think having Luke Cage in the right hands and not having it thrown, thrown into some new hands and torn away from the people who made that particular series what it is. Because if you look at it, it still has the highest reception of all the Marvel Netflix things that they've done. To me, I've always said this, and maybe Punisher will change this, but at the top is Luke Cage. At the number two, season two of Daredevil. Daredevil. Then Daredevil season one. Then Iron Fist. Then Jessica Jones. Because Jessica Jones was just really bad. It was just really bad. Okay, I take that back. Defenders was probably three. Then season one of Deadpool. Then Iron Fist. And then Jessica Jones. Defenders. He said Deadpool. I said Defenders. I definitely said Defenders. It sounded like you said Deadpool. I apologize, but Defenders. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, enough of that Marvel junk. We're about to switch over to well, some. Do I take before, a break? Before we do that, I just want to pose this question because it was something that we've been arguing about. Not arguing about. There's just one person in particular in this household that doesn't know what he's talking about. The best Smash Brothers game. Melee. Or if you were to rank them. My personal opinion, Super Smash Bros. Melee. It's top. And? There's no explanation. There's no need for an explanation. No, I mean like the ranking. Oh, I don't know. So, okay, so I'll, I'd probably put it Melee, OG Smash Bros., uh, Smash 4, and then Brawl. Fair enough. Melee. Yeah, melee is gonna sit at the top for me. I didn't even the, play Smash. I just that 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 for me had the most memories. That was one of my classes when I went to college. <laughs> On that note, I'm leaving because I don't know if I can stand in the amount of lies. <laughs> A lot. What? Can you, you 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 attended Longview. You didn't go to college. You attended Longview. Yeah, that was one of my classes. Smash Bros. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I some. It amazes me the people who opt to say that, who don't appreciate Melee for what it is. For that, I simply say, you're entitled to your opinion, but you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everybody has an opinion, but you guys are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Let us know what you think in the comment section below. Uh, Which one is your favorite Smash Brothers game and why? So, moving on. So, without further ado, it is the moment we've all been waiting for. Yes. Justice League. Justice League. I'm glad. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get into that. Um, First of all, let's start with grades. Um... I'd, I'd give it an A, A minus, A minus, B plus. I would, I would go A minus. I'd go A minus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I would probably go B plus. It was a good movie. Yeah, it was. I thought it was a fantastic movie. I loved it. I've actually seen it twice already, uh, <laughs> and that says a lot. But uh, yeah, like. And the 
only qualms I have with it, like, very little details. And those are, like, personal taste, you know. Things like um, the Flash when he uses his B, like, how there's lightning every time. There's, like, sparks flying. Mm-hmm. I don't I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah. Like, it was cool, like, when he's going fast or... Like, so in like the that. instance where they... I can't believe we started this, does it? Full spoiler disclosure. (laughs) Okay. Oh, yeah. We're we're going in. (laughs) We're going all the way in. So if at this point you haven't watched it yet, just turn it off. Come Like, go to the movie theater right now. Watch it. Come back. Press play. Listen to the rest of this podcast. But um, whenever, like we said, spoiler warning. So they, Superman comes back. As if there was any doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it would, that the lightning would have been cool, it was cool in that instance when Flash. I used wish it. he would have thrown lightning. Lightning, but that's a that's a specific move. Like Flash has, like the TV show has, like created yeah. and utilized. So you would be. It would almost look as if oh, they're trying to be a different version of the TV show. No, they they're they And then they, at the same time this is supposed to be a relatively young ish Barry Allen. I don't know like what they're looking at in terms of timeline cuz he ha- he isn't at uh he hasn't been yeah, at, at Central uh, Central City Police Department um as a C- uh, CSI, but I don't know like if he's still like super early in his career, but he's not that experienced. So uh, not at all. No, no. I just thought it would have been dope. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, stuff like that. If they really could have, like, taken from what the TV show does, especially, like, whenever he gets, like, supercharged and done, like, the lightning, like, in his eyes, like, charged with the speed force, like, we heard him talking about it, like, offhand with Bruce, and he's like, yeah, it's like this uh, kind of vortex uh, that's uh, standalone from, like, Space and time called the Speed Force, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> you it, so casually too. And, and 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 I think that just goes to show like how like it's one of those things you can tell at least to me. It looked like Barry had been obviously studying it, and it was almost as if he dubbed it the name himself. Yeah, uh, which felt natural, like it was a part of him. So it was you at that point. It's like okay, he's still trying to understand his power. He doesn't know the extent yeah. of everything. So I was happy, like we saw a Green Lantern. Yeah, good correction. We saw a Green that, Lantern. Yeah, I saw, yeah, that's what I said. We saw a Green Lantern. Yep. It was uh yep. Straight beginning of the movie. Almost It wasn't at the beginning. No, it wasn't. It was Oh uh, well, it was kind of about like, midway through. They were explaining like Yeah, the first half of the middle it's beginning it's the middle of the first half of the movie there we go so middle of act two uh, I would say beginning of act two yeah. if we're going like that cause generally there's three acts but anyways but yeah I, I was excited I didn't think they would actually show Green Lantern or like a lantern let alone so that was very well, exciting to see before we get start jumping all over the place, just to like how obviously if you're at this point you either we, have seen the movie or you just don't care at this point, you're just like, what do these guys think? Which why would you do that? But thank you anyways. <laughs> um I always forget his name. I keep I keep wanting to say like Stefan. <laughs> Stefan <laughs> Wolf. The, the, the <laughs> 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 Stefan <laughs> <laughs> 
fine. End of world. <laughs> Can we make that a meme? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bro, I can imagine Dark Side. Yo, Stefan! <laughs> I'm absolutely dead. Steppenwolf. <laughs> I'm not even gonna call him that for now. He's just gonna Stephon. straight up be Stefan. <laughs> yeah, so obviously Stefan. And for me, because I'm not the most comic book savvy here, obviously, um, how much is he shown in the comics? He's shown a bit, but to the extent... That's the one thing that I'm not sure of. But he has been shown in the comics before. Um, he's usually... If if I'm not mistaken, generally he is tied to Kryptonian mythos. I don't know if this is accurate. Somebody described him as kind of like general to Darkseid. Is that true? That's, that's, but he's, I know he's associated with Darkseid. He is associated with uh, Darkseid. At least it, 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 he didn't say, he only said it He once. mentioned Darkseid by name only yeah. once. Um, which was dope to let, because he almost, the way he had the whole mother thing, and I was like, I thought you were supposed to be bringing Dark Side, not a I, mother. I, I, like, when I first saw, I thought he was calling Dark Side mother. I was like, "Yo, <laughs> somebody has some serious explaining to do, or this guy has mommy issues." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he he was he played that role kind of like um, Lex Luthor was meant to be the adversary from uh, Batman v Superman, like. Like the, the the caller, like he literally called out Darkseid. Now all of a sudden, now Superman's dead, and now it's like, okay, now now we're gonna now we're gonna go start prepping stuff, you know. So that's when stuff. That's kind of how Stephen Wolf comes into play. If you haven't seen it yet, for those who are still listening, I don't know why you wouldn't go see it and then come listen. But um, so now now that's happened. So the next Justice League movie. It leaves room to bring in Darkseid the way they've set it up. Mm-hmm. The question is, will they actually do it? Yeah, because they also... Um, if you've watched this, if you've watched Justice League, or, if, like you said, if you haven't, but you're still listening to this, there were two post-credit scenes. Um, they could... Bring in Darkseid. I mean, obviously, that's within the intensive confines of the movie. That's what people think would be next. But with the post-credit scene that they did, like, is that still good? Or is that just another thing that it's like, still, still up in the air, you know? Yeah. Because I, I, I can't think of a good way for them to include both in the same movie. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, the post-credit scene is we see Lex escape from jail. And obviously, the best thing that could have happened in the yeah. entire movie, we see Deathstroke roll up to the boat, and they are talking about creating the League of Villains. It's yeah, I yeah, and honestly, I, I like I don't see I, out. I don't see like a plausible way they can have both the League of Villains and Darkseid in the same movie. Because Darkseid is too big of a presence. No, here's why. Here's here's my thought as to why don't do that. Because 
Dark Side is way too big of a threat that he would he's he's come he's destroyer of worlds he acquires worlds not only are the heroes going to die the villains die too mm-hmm. so that would put in a situation which i mean it's not like it hasn't been done before where heroes and villains have to work together to stop dark Side. or is that the route they're wanting to go and then have like I'm, plot points throughout the next couple of dc films because uh what's the next one that's coming up the next is it Aquaman? Flash. Is no, Flash or is it Aquaman? I think it's Aquaman. I think it's Aquaman. It's not Flash. Flash is not set till I think twenty. Or is so? Are they just gonna have these? Yeah, it, I thought it was set from March 2018. 2019. That's what I said. Oh, did it get pushed back? I think it's. I know originally it was supposed to be twenty eighteen. They they had. I know they flipped some stuff around, but uh, I don't know. We can always find out. But um, with. But I think with the League of Villains. They might end up going that route, especially with introducing it now, because then they could have those individual plot points of the League of Villains kind of like making an appearance in those solo DC films. And then when it comes to the Justice League, there might be something within the first act where it's like, okay, League of Villains is back at it again. Uh, it's not comes as a surprise like, wait a minute, they made an entire league over the past two years when <laughs> we've just been having our own personal problems kind of thing. And then mm-hmm. it forces them to work together against Darkseid. That might be how they're going to do it. Yeah, or I, it's like, I don't know, League of Villains are trying to bring Darkseid and find out he's not who they thought he was. And <laughs> 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 it's like, yo, so we thought he was going to be on our side and we... Kind of need we, you guys we, so. we, kind of, we kind of screwed up, but I'm. But uh, can we just talk about like how clean the Deathstroke suit Dude. was, bro? Um, Flash, the Flash movie, which is going to be "quote unquote" Flashpoint, is slated for 2020. Dang, man. Aquaman's 2018, Shazam 2019, Wonder Woman 2019, Cyborg 2020, Green Lantern's Corpse 2020. And those are the like those ones that I just mentioned are ones that actually like they're they're set um, and and geared to go. Um, the other the more major ones that everybody is thinking of: Suicide Squad two, uh, Nightwing, um, Gotham Sirens, the Batman Flashpoint. Like those don't exactly like have like solid dates, but right now their quote unquote release date that is for release year, I should say, is 2020 on Flashpoint. Cool. But, um, what were some of your favorite points throughout the movie, or was there anything that stuck out to you? It was just like, wow, this is a lot better than I expected. I liked how straightforward it was as far as, um, like, what was going on. Because Batman v Superman was very busy, and this one, like, there wasn't, like, oh, I mean, there's a lot going on, but it's a lot more easier to manage. And it was just all kind of coming at you. Um, I loved each of the characters. I felt like every actor they picked for these characters hit their points perfectly. Uh, I don't. I didn't really see flaws and the relationship between the characters because that's what makes the movie. Um, granted, um, Cyborg was maybe a little underdeveloped for how crucial he was, but. I think, and and if if you I don't know how many how many people out there who are probably like I am who you know will read comics or sit down read through you know watch videos and read through articles. This film 
was supposed to be long. It was supposed to be originally long, about three hours. They slimmed it down to about two hours. So that means a lot of stuff were left on the, you know, you know left out of the movie, changing that film. So it changed the film enough to say, okay, we're gonna hit the important parts of Cyborg enough that you get who he is and kind of what he's dealing with, um, and that leaves room for the Cyborg movie or Justice League Two, whatever comes first. So. I'm excited to, when it comes out on a DVD and Blu-ray to see, like, the director's cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, I feel like there's going to be some good scenes in there. Like, I can only I can only imagine, though, like, how much it took to put that film together just for the fact of with Zack Schneider leaving, Josh Whedon coming in. Because, I mean, even the post-production value, like, changed tremendously. Yeah, and he reshot... 20% of that movie. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Uh, it's, it, you know, anything 10 or under, you're kind of like, okay, you know, some touch-ups or make that scene maybe look a little bit better. But 20%, like, you're literally changing a part of the narrative. Um, so, I don't know. I liked it. And one of the things, uh, one of the big speculations running into it was whenever we saw a scene in the trailer when Alfred said, oh, he said you would be here. Um, wasn't in the movie at all. Yeah. Um, and for the most part, we're okay with that because of how it was set up, um, especially with how the storyline developed. Uh, marginally early in the movie, they're just like, wait a minute, we can use this to bring Superman back. And it's not like a huge mystery of like, oh, it was like, we need a big gun, but the only big gun we ever had is kind of dead. Like, who can we turn to? No. It's brought up not in like kind of a is he thinking what I think he's thinking but no he outright says it he's like no we're going to use this to bring our big gun in um, so I did appreciate that because then there's not this more or less BS and it's just like wait a minute so what's going on here like so I did appreciate that yeah um there were for me you know I did. I did like how yeah they they brought him in. There were some. There were a few qualms um, with it. Um, granted, like I'm trying to look at it with a, the most neutral uh, mindset as possible. But that speed difference between Superman and Flash was a little too close for my liking. Uh, granted, it's still a young Barry Allen who's still figuring himself out, who is still quirky. So I guess some of that plays a part. However, it was funny. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to downplay Superman at all. Superman does have some form of super speed. So when he's able to track Flash, uh, it's not, it's not uncommon for that to happen. However, that difference of speed, they made it really close. Even though Barry never got hit, you notice how close it was. It was very, very close. I'm like. Are we sure this, this, but you know, I think what blew it out of the water for me was, and I mean, you, you kind of helped tamper that a little bit was when he went to go save the truck and well, when they were running, first of all, how far back was Superman when Barry was running? Barry was running to go help people. And he's like, I hope this is East. Okay. 
Well, we also don't know if he was heading in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. he could have been heading west, but had to turn. We don't know that. But he said no. But later he said, "Okay, I, I'm definitely heading the right direction." So, he, well, he, could, he could have turned around. Yeah, he could have turned around know. at that point. But with how fast? Think about it. Think about it. With how fast he is, even if he turned around, you can't tell me Superman. We also don't know like the okay so, of time. Yeah, yeah. That so, happened in. Because it's hard to we don't tell. We don't know so the amount of time, on. but at the same time, he's prioritizing uh, saving civilians. The only civilians that we saw him interact with were the people in the truck. Because at that point, that's, that's all. I, no, that's yeah, like, no, true. No, but I'm talking can about. Can I talk for a second, man? You always interrupt the people. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, that's all we're focusing on because that's really the only people that we're showing. So it's kind of hard to forget that there are other civilians there. Because um, all Bruce said was, like, hey, Barry, I think you need to take a walk. He goes running. Yes, he did go in the wrong direction, but we're still not accounting for like how many civilians he interacted with before and after the truck. So did Superman catch up with him? Yes. Is that like I get what you're saying with they're making it a little too close to for accuracy. Um, but I mean, and to also, say that, to say like that's what's outright happening is kind of. And also, yeah, it is young Bert Allen. I also feel like Superman's kind of at his peak right now because he just kind of got revived. So like. He might be feeling himself a little, like, extra. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, like, that might be part of it, too. Um, mm, I don't know. Well, you don't have to. Because <laughs> you don't have the answer. <laughs> yeah, but uh, if you guys have seen Justice League, go ahead and uh, drop in the comments below, like, what your favorite parts were. Or if you just don't agree with us and think, we're wrong. You uh, or, if, or, or if you listen to us at all, drop drop in the comment section uh, what position you think Stefan will play in basketball. <laughs> Dude, when he came out, he smacked the Amazons. Bro. Oh, oh my god! So we're we're talking about it after the movie, and I, and I was like, dog. Whenever she shot the tesseract. <laughs> Because that's essentially what they are. Uh, uh, if yeah. we're if we're hopping universes, but dog, yeah, it was. I don't know. It, like even though they didn't show it, whenever he sliced the Amazon in half, whenever she shot the arrow yep. to get the mother box away from him, I was like, man. And then when he ripped Cyborg's leg off, I was, we thought he was gonna do the Bane. The <laughs> Two Clapric Flare. <laughs> oh no! Watch out! Watch out! <laughs> Well, and at that point, yo, we need to overdub that when it comes out. Yeah, or we need to go see it again. <laughs> We're just like under our breath. Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! It's the RKO. And I guess that that's also kind of a good little misdirect that they did because whenever that happened, I really thought at that point Cyborg was going to fuse with the Mother Box um, to kind of like give him more power and like to help like re uh, integrate his now separated limbs <laughs> but uh they superman just kind of put it back together <laughs> but it, i mean they also their explanation was like he's evolving yeah which at that point you're kind of like okay well that that's fine because he was you know even when he was talking to his father he was like i could not do this yesterday yeah <laughs> you know so but yeah so at that point i thought they were gonna do that but they didn't i mean which is fine but I don't know. The little things. But yeah. overall, I think it was a pretty good movie. It's super excited for what else is happening next. Um, I'm 
I'm a bit interested in the way that they took Aqualad's approach pre-joining the team, like in terms of his status at uh, Atlantis, because they almost like I know he had, wasn't always like the OG king, uh, but like we said before, people always thought of him as a joke. It almost felt like what they're currently doing with Aquaman in the comics. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about, where he's not necessarily royalty, even though he is royalty, but more focused on uh, the vigilante aspect of, like, saving people. Yeah. I felt like that's what they were doing with him in this one. A little bit. A, a little bit, but, um, I don't know, it was just interesting. It was it was a different approach, um, and you can tell, as as you kind of watch some of the movie, they were, you can tell, like, there were some scenes... Like that were removed that would have changed the narrative of like knowing Aquaman's yeah. story. Aquaman didn't have; he probably had the least amount of screen time mm-hmm. out of the Justice League members. But and, he, I, and I really liked him. I wish he would have; they would have dove in a little bit more. But obviously, with this movie coming up next, like yeah, yeah, it, it's, <laughs> there, there's just more room. Um, it was cool to see Mira. They kind of showed her, um, which I think they didn't really show her in trailers before. So at least for me, I didn't see her. So, uh, it was a good surprise. I think it kind of was like, okay, Mira is here. That's a character we can expand upon a little bit more in the Aquaman movie, his relationship, her relationship with Aquaman. I don't know. There was, there was, there's a lot of things that they can do in future films that they didn't touch on in this yeah. one. But overall, uh, I was very pleased with it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And yeah. One of the things is that I also did enjoy was watching uh, all the prep work that Batman did. Ben Affleck. Because a, a lot of times, whenever we're seeing, like, whether it's animated or otherwise, we never see, like, the prep work of, like, contingencies that he's building. It's always just, oh, I have a plan for that. Like, that's literally Batman. It's like, oh, don't worry, Batman has a plan. When does Batman have time to make these plans? Like, so I'm glad that we did actually get to see that. And because he is older, also seeing him, like, making those tough choices and not necessarily having, like, reservations or second-guessing himself, but, like, knowing that I'm going with this. It may not be the best option, but we're sticking with it because that's what I think is going to help us. Mm -hmm. Um, And him really pushing uh, Wonder Woman into a leadership-type role. Um, really changing, making the character progress, willing to push the tough buttons and know he's about to get his butt beat. And actually, Barry's comment, uh, you know, if this goes bad, we're siding with her, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, like, he was willing to push the buttons to just even make Wonder Woman grow, even if it's just a little. Yeah. Um, that was that's that was huge, and that's that's like I mean, that's that's like textbook Batman. That that is very textbook Batman, and uh, uh, again, like we, I'm I'm saying this like more and more. Ben Affleck is really becoming a complete Batman. He was already already the best Bruce Wayne to ever grace that role. Like Ben Affleck has been the best Bruce Wayne. You know, to grace that role. I didn't like George Clooney. <laughs> yeah, on that note, uh, thanks for tuning in to um, another episode of. You're not even gonna let me finish my statements. No, after that, heck no. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, but in this one now, um, because we're dealing with an older Batman, they're they're, they're tending to pull from the Dark Knight. Uh, return series, so an older Bruce Wayne that obviously came out of retirement, which they explained in BBS, um, and he was able to switch through those roles. I think so well. He was, and you can tell when he was in Batman mode, and you can tell when he was in Bruce Wayne mode. He went with a little more suave at the end of the film when uh, Martha Kent got her house back, and Clark was like, "How did you do it?" the bank like you know that that's just a classic Bruce Wayne oh they won't give me my way I'm gonna throw my money at it like I'm just gonna throw my money at the problem but then like the classic Bruce uh, the classic Batman of no we're gonna do this yes risk lots of it but we're doing it like no questions asked yeah. what have you done why haven't I heard of you I was like Dang, Steve Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was messed up that was messed up so to see those switches between the roles was great. So I he he is if you ask me the best complete Batman Bruce Wayne character um out there. Ben Affleck. Um one of the also like we're talking I was talking about the contingencies um one of the the best I think episodes. No, was it a movie? It was actually probably a movie. An animated movie that they had for Justice League. Um what was it? The one where Mirror Master gets into his mind or something like that? Or uh, no, uh, Tower of Babel. Ta- Tower of Babel. Uh, or uh, it's actually Justice League Doom in the animated movie, but the comic is Tower, Tower. of Babel, where he has. Yeah, I, I love I love it at that particular point where at the end and they were voting on whether Batman should stay in the league or not. And he's just like, all these contingencies for everyone, but you don't have a contingency for yourself. He's like, I do. It's called the Justice League. And I was like, yeah, because I felt like that's what was happening there. Because he was was talking about how he was expendable. um, Because he was, a lot of it was, he's like, what if Superman kills you? He's like, well, I'm willing to make that trade off if that means we're going to have a beacon of hope that will lead the team and save the world. Yeah. Um, I just, I just love that they're making all these parallels to Batman's that we've already identified and attached ourselves to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but overall it's good. Uh, so like I said, uh, again, let us know what you think of the movie, or if you haven't seen it and you listened through all this, go see it. What, what you doing? Yeah. What, what you <laughs> I told you, pause it right now, drive we to the you. movie theater. We literally want. I don't know, you. depending on what time of day it is that we're releasing this, it might be like seven bucks, it might be ten. Taiwan Tuesdays at Cinetopia. <laughs> Wait till then. <laughs> Watch the movie. Come back. Unpause it. Play it. Then listen to the entire thing through. Unpause and play on the. Anyways. <laughs> uh, thanks again for listening to another episode of Even More About Nothing. Uh, go ahead and follow us on all of our social medias at Facebook. We are even more about nothing <laughs> for a second i forgot on instagram we are e-man podcast on twitter we are e-man p e-man podcast one e-man podcast one and the infamous snapchat <laughs> e-man p1 also don't forget to write in the comment section what did you think about justice league were there any easter eggs that we didn't touch on that maybe you caught looking at select few people even though i can't see you in the audience i know you caught something let us know what it is. Drop it in the comment section. We'd love to discuss more about this. And also, I just realized, we never actually answered our question from last week. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh... Dog, I already done outro this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, we literally can't. No, okay. No, no. So this, this is how we're going to end it. This is a, this is a great break. Um... <laughs> From a week <laughs> The ultimate break. <laughs> okay, do you remember what the question was? Yeah, who would win the fight? Ichigo or Naruto? Okay. Naruto. Throw a poll up. Throw a poll up on Facebook. Throw a poll up. And Twitter. Well, I mean, we asked them last week. No one responded because no one listens to us. But. <laughs> but. Um, let's just answer. So, God says Naruto, you say. Naruto. Hmm. Just because I don't like don't running the same you. crowd, Ichigo. <laughs> and we're fighting. <laughs> Catch hands. Smash Brothers afterwards. Still got two hours. <laughs> you right. Uh, so anyway, yeah. with that, um, thank um, you. I actually, uh, yeah, actually, um, so next week, do not anticipate an episode. It is Thanksgiving weekend. So we want to wish you all a thanks, happy Thanksgiving. I mean, we're not Black Friday shopping or anything, but I mean, food. We're just and spending time. Food. Playing Smash Bros and eating. <laughs> like I said, food. <laughs> but yeah, uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody, and thanks again for listening. And catch you guys in two weeks. Yep.